views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they contain molecules of happiness. Interesting. Uh, The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the government and in regards to the media, they contain molecules of sadness. Oh, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I, with you, like Fighting against the enemy's lies and being set free. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. We are live this January 16th, 2023. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, do we examine ourselves to see if there are lies that we are believing? Ooh. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just reach out to us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, the most extraordinary thing happens. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Let me tell you this. You're going to love this one. This is the most original one yet. Talking to Dynamite D is like buying a bird that can quote scripture. Wow. (laughs) Gotta like that one. That's a good one. Hey, if you want to text us live during the show, you can do that. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also send us an email live during the show. Uh, So far, I've been able to get them because this uh, $0.39 down to $0.36 uh, Chromebook still working. 
You got to like that. Still working. You can send it to David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. Going to send you up to the website as we often do. That is the place where you have the opportunity to give funds, to donate to the ministry. Let me say this real quickly. You need to give as the Lord directs you. You never have to make an excuse. You never have to come up with a reason. You never have to justify. If the Lord doesn't put it on your heart, don't do it. If the Lord puts it on your heart to give somewhere else, do that. Do what the Lord puts on your heart to do. Be a giver, but do that as unto the Lord for his honor and for his glory. Now, on our website is a place to give, and you can give off the website. We give you information on that. Plus, I do want to remind everybody, a buddy system is is coming. Now, if you don't know what a buddy system is, when you would go out into the water in camp, you'd always have to have a buddy so that everybody was watching everybody. We're going to kind of implement something really soft like that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Last thing I want to say, and then I don't want to talk about it anymore, is I have sent out the receipts. If they are wrong, let me know. If you didn't get one, let me know but they is done so there you go that's all i gotta say check out the website he must increase.org prayer request he must increase.org praise report he must increase.org looking to give to this ministry he must increase.org confused by what's happening right now he must increase.org he must increase.org that's the sound of D. Wait, wait, wait. Coming back. Wait, wait, wait. From putting in the wrong sound and then instantly fixing it so that he, listen to this, he can bounce back. I hope you didn't notice that too bad. <laughs> well, if they didn't then, they do now. <laughs> oh, Eric brings up a really good point. If you did not get your uh, your financials, check your spam file. It could go there. You'll know it's from He Must Increase Ministry. I mean, how many people are sending you stuff from He Must Increase Ministry? None. I'm the only one that's doing that. So if it's in your spam file, it's okay. There's nothing weird in it. There's nothing bizarre. It will only suck you into the computer. No. no. That was pretty funny, though, on that sound. <laughs> It was you bouncing back. I was like, oh, oh that was a good one. All right, let's uh, get into this. We got so much, so many cool things to do, so much to talk about. Uh, so, so some people are on vacation. Hopefully, you're listening. Some people are working. Wait, some people are working. Wait, is that us? Is I that, think. Do you think it's us? I think it could be. Keyword is think. Yeah, yeah, because we don't work that hard. Uh, here's the text in First Peter chapter five. This will bum a few people out. First Peter chapter five, verse eight: Be sober-minded and alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in your faith and in the knowledge that your brothers and sisters throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Let's just talk about be sober-minded and be alert. That does not mean you can never have a beer. It does not mean you can never have a glass of wine. What it means is you should probably not go for 39 glasses of wine. Maybe a little less would be the way to do it. There might be a box of wine for some of you, but for some of you, you're using the big uh, the big tanks and you just gotta kind of pull that back pull it back a little i mean that's all right all right so uh be sober-minded and alert so now i have been in texas for a little over five years i'm still a rookie 
uh, in a certain sense. But I've been here for over five years, so I get a little credit. I mean, I'm working my way through it. Hey, I came out of California without bringing California values because they have no values. Uh, so you just, just think of it in those terms. I, I was a Texan but stuck in California. That's kind of how I look at that. Uh, here's what I've learned since I've been in Texas. Ready? You guys ready for this? Okay, here you go. Ready? All right. What do you do when there's a tornado warning in Texas? Now, now keep in mind, in, in California, when they have earthquakes, there's not a lot of warnings because you want to know why? They just happen. <laughs> they report afterwards, right? Okay, right. What have I learned about tornadoes in Texas? Living in Fate, Texas, which is next to Rockwall, which is, you know, next to, you know, Rowlett and the whole thing. Okay. I've learned that you listen for these sirens. Okay. Now, Al's making a good point. You look outside. That's always the way to do the weather, by the way. You, uh, you listen for these sirens, and the sirens go, Right? So this is uh, something new for somebody like myself. And so when you know that the sirens are blaring, exactly what else said to, to a degree, uh, you prepare. And then you watch. So in other words, uh, especially when we first got here, Noelle, that's one of her... Uh, I'm not going to say it's one of her bigger fears, but let's just say she's just not real excited about tornadoes. <laughs> so, so as close as we are to the Bible Belt per se, she doesn't want to get that close. So anyway, the idea behind it is that what you do is you make sure you have a room. You make sure you have some supplies or whatever it is you're supposed to do. Make sure you're in the inner room. You get yourself all prepared. And then what do you do? You watch. You know, like you watch and you wait and you see what happens. So you get the warning, you get prepared, and you watch. Okay. And uh, you should be doing all that while you're in a safe place, not talking safe places and woke. That's a joke. We're talking about safe places and structurally safe, the best place to be within the framework of the house. Bingo. You're thinking, what do you mean bingo? Bingo. That's how you're supposed to do this with the enemy. You see this warning that takes place with the tornado and all this? Here's the siren that's going off, right? There's an alert taking place in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Here's the alert. <laughs> Satan is looking to get you. That's the alert. So if Satan is looking to get us, what should we be doing? We should be prepared. We should be watching. And we should be in a safe place. That's right. I came up with that all by myself. <laughs> I'm sure somebody else has come up with it before. That's not the point. The point is this. That's how we have to be. We have to be sober-minded, alert, enough to be aware. The enemy attacks all the time. And so I was thinking about this. This is a bizarre thought, but I'm going to kind of throw it out at you so you can understand how important it is. You know, if somebody came and kind of read your mind, you'd be like, nobody can know that except for God, right? You'd be like, wow, that's really impressive. It was genuinely true. But you know, that's not even correct because where sin is, Satan is. And if there's sin in your mind, Satan could read that. So it's like what I'm trying to tell you is the enemy looks for these open doors. He looks for these opportunities. He looks for these places. And the scripture tells us, you know what? You better be sober-minded. You know, it, it's, again, not saying you can never have – nobody's saying you can't have a beer unless it leads to 1,500 other beers. Then you probably shouldn't have one, right? I mean that's just logical, practical thinking. But – we need to be sober-minded and alert because the enemy is looking. Now, just think about that. 
He's looking. He prowls. You know? Like a like a like a lion, right? Looking for prey. That's what the enemy's doing. And you, you, well, ah, that's all the world. He wrote this to Christians. That's not the worldly, that's the believer. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Now, I will say this, and some of you should catch this. Okay, ready? Ready? Okay. Just ready. Ready? Arr! You see that roar? That roar shocked some people. You know why the lion roars? Because it paralyzes people with fear. Or paralyzes the animal with fear, and then they go in and attack. Aha! That's what the enemy does. He's like a roaring Lion. You're like, oh. Hey, here's the answer. Ready? You. Hearing a siren? This is the siren. No, 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 no. Satan's looking for you. Be prepared. Watch. And make sure you're in a safe place. Got it? What a way to start a Monday. Hello. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the purpose of human creation? God was bored and wanted a tinker toy set to play with. He wanted a Petri dish to look at so he can go, <laughs> Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, as opposed to the mindset that says, well, this whole thing is a divine experiment. The Lord was bored, impossible to be bored if you're not stuck by time, by the way. Oh, you you didn't think of that, right? Because he's not bound by time. The purpose of human creation ultimately is four words. Uh, Here we go. The purpose of creation for humanity, to fellowship with God. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at 1,000 miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. 
You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts, and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where Monday is fun day. That's right, I said it. Okay, here we go. Here's your first trivia question. In the Old Testament, okay, Old Testament, right? Old Testament. Who said he had taken great pains to provide 100,000 talents of gold and a million talents of silver for the Lord's temple? In the Old Testament, who said that he had taken great pains to provide 100,000 talents of gold and a million talents of silver for the Lord's temple? This is somebody who's prepping ahead of time for the temple. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. It is here we will do our DNA, because we love to do our DNA, and it's so, 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 so important. I'm so excited. I will tell you, and I'm going to, can I brag? Am I allowed to brag a little? I'm so close. I'm so close to the 25-year mark. I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I'm so close. I'm getting so excited. Anyway, it's just about spending time with the Lord, okay, every day. So D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Daily, daily, daily. So for those that don't know how I do it, and you don't have to do it this way. You do it any way the Lord puts before you. I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, like going to church or whatever. I, that's my Sabbath kind of thing. That's how I do it. It's just me. You do it any way you want. Do it before the Lord. Just do it before the Lord. Draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. I promise you, I don't know if you heard about that guy in the Mall of America who had a T-shirt that said Jesus saves and they kicked him out because it said Jesus saves. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a T-shirt. You're trying to proselytize. Who? How? Okay. <laughs> just saying. That's how bad it is. It's already that way in places in America. You just don't know it because we're in Texas and they try that here and we might not be quite so kind. So that's N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. What does that mean? It means other people count. That's what it means. It's not that you don't think about yourself ever. It's just that you also add into the mix a love for others. That love one another as you love yourself is purposeful. Now, some people poorly love themselves. Some people overly love themselves. I mean, we already know that. But what he's saying is, look, the way you think about yourself and the way you think, the way you want to be treated, that's the way to function. 
Okay, that's the DNA. Go one more time on the trivia question, see if you guys can answer it. It's not the easiest question, but it is thought-provoking. This is all in preparation for the temple. In the Old Testament, who said that he had taken great pains to provide 100,000 talents of gold and a million talents of silver for the Lord's temple? Who was that who did that, if you think you know? 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Back to the text we go. We're in First Peter. We got this in First Peter, then next week in First Peter, and then we start Timothy. <laughs> we are just just we're just blowing through it we're just we're just doing it this is what we're doing okay all right and then i got to talk to you a little bit about job we'll talk about that when i get to it all right so here's the beginning part of it first peter chapter 5 verse 8 be sober-minded and alert 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 your adversary the devil prowls around prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour verse 9 resist him Standing firm in the faith and in the knowledge that your brothers, your family, your brothers and sisters throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. So let's understand what is taking place and then build on that. The enemy is seeking to take advantage of us and everybody else. So somebody's calling in to answer the trivia question. We'll give them a chance to answer the triv. We'll get that taken care of. Then we'll go back to what it is or what it is that we're supposed to do knowing that the enemy is a prowling. So we got somebody ready? Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yeah, hey, David. This is Ken. Hi, Ken. How are you? Oh, there we go. I'm good. I'm good. Well, I, I gave that question a little time, and I guess ever, I guess all those people that jump on it were are off today. Where, where's Deborah with that answer? <laughs> the best part about Deborah is she always asks it in a question format. Is it? Is it? And then she says, <laughs> "Is it? Is it?" And then she gives the answer. Oh, it's so great! All right, now this is a good one because some people are thinking that might be thinking one thing or another. So, so brother, lay it out before us. Who said he'd taken great pains to provide 100,000 talents of gold and a million talents of silver for the Lord's temple? I'm, I'm thinking that my is going to be David. That is correct, Amanda! You are right. He was prepping. Now, he knew he was dying. So there's, you know, people, it's a great evidence to say that people do prepare for things that are, you know, can take place when they depart. But he was prepping and he was concerned about Solomon. Now, Solomon asked for the best gift. We'll get into that later. But what a, he was just trying to lay it out going, here, this is for the Lord. This is for the Lord. This is for the Lord. And made sure that it went that direction. Isn't that great? That is great. Since he couldn't build it, he might as well prepare for it. Exactly right. That's exactly the way to say it. You just said it perfectly. It could not be said better. Excellent job. Well, good. Well, I haven't talked to you this year, so happy new year to you and all yours, and uh, and good luck with, with the show and, and all those things that you're doing. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much. We'll be praying I'll, for I, you, and you pray for us. I enjoy listening, and I, I do. I put you in there all the time. You got it. Thank you, sir. Uh, take care. All Have right. a good day. Bless you. Bye-bye.
All right. Great call. Great, 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 great call. Excellent job. All right. Let's go back to this. Be sober-minded and alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who may devour. Resist him. Standing firm in the faith and in the knowledge that your brothers and sisters throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. There's three things here. This passage here is a co-passage, what we call a parallel passage to James 4.7. You're thinking, well, why is that, Dave? Because in James 4.7, it says, resist the devil. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. So it's the same thing. James 4.7, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. And then this says, resist him. Okay, so there's a resisting going on. The word resist means to keep from giving in. Doesn't mean you don't give in once. It means you keep doing that. And so with James 4, 7 and this, we understand that the primary way in taking advantage or in resisting the enemy, I should say, is submitting to God. Why? Because the more you submit to God, the more God is in you. The more that God is in you, the less room you have for the enemy to take advantage. It is that simple. If you think of God as uh, water and uh, you think of the enemy as vinegar, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to do is just give you the illustration. If you pour in a ton of water, there's not as much room for anything else to get in there. That's the point. That's number one. Number two. Okay, so number one, submitting yourself to God. Number two, standing firm in the faith. You got to stand firm in the faith. You got to be like, my faith ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I am firm, like cement, right? When you make a, when you have a basketball court in your house or whatever, and it's got that, uh, what is it, the little plastic thing, and you can put water in it and it moves, that's not quite as stable as a cemented court. You need to be cemented in your faith. And then it says this. Be aware that your other brothers and sisters are going through this under the same same suffering. In other words, you're not alone in this. Other people are going through this like you. It's not the same as yours, but for them it might be just as bad as yours. And one of the great things about this, and I'll just this is this will top this off. Ready? This is somebody telling you to resist Satan to keep from giving in. And this is the same person who Satan sought to sift. Satan asked permission to sift Peter. And this is coming from that same guy. This should help us. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. And then you resist the devil and he will flee. Stand firm in your faith. Be immovable. Do not let anybody push you around. No matter who they are, no matter where they are, they don't have a heaven to put you in. And remember that you have brothers and sisters going through this throughout the world, people who can pray for you and with you and that you can pray for, and you stand against the enemy because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Okay? All right. I'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. Verse 39. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Verse 40. Meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the city of Azotus. 
He preached the good news there and in every city along the way until he came to Caesarea. He was in Caesarea, by the way, for 20 years, which explains why he had the daughters. But here's what I want you to catch. While he was en route, he landed in the Isotis. However he got from point A to point B is amazing. We don't even know. But what he did was he preached the gospel in every city along the way until he came to his destination. And if you cannot recognize, that is a testimony from God saying you take the gospel wherever you go until you reach your destination, which is either you being called up to the Lord personally, corporately, or however it's going to take place. Every place we go Everywhere we are, we take the gospel. That does not mean you grab a uh, a a you know microphone. It does not mean you grab some kind of uh, horn bullhorn and scream at people with the gospel. You just make sure that you are sensitive. That's the very DNA we talk about all the time. You're sensitive to the Lord. You're taking the gospel with you wherever you go. You're recognizing that wherever you go, you might have a one-time encounter with somebody, and they might make a decision for Jesus just based on that encounter. Noel and I had that exact thing happen on our way from San Diego to Rockwell, to Fate. And we met somebody at a, from a hotel that we were at and talked to them one time and prayed with her, and she became a Christian. And we never saw her again. It's not, it's not our call. It's up to the Lord. Just be available. You don't have to be that's the word I'm looking for. You don't have to be Billy Graham. Like I said, Billy Graham wasn't Billy Graham. In other words, just be yourself. Be available. You never know what the Lord will do and how he'll use that. Okay? That's what's so cool about this test. Now we finished up to chapter 8. Now Acts chapter 9 we're going into Saul. And that is some serious stuff. Here is the trivia question. What was the affliction of the woman who was touched uh, who touched the hem of Jesus' robe, and she had an issue with bleeding, an issue of blood, for uh, quite some time, as we know, 12 years. The issue of blood, that is what she sought the Lord for, and she touched him, and then Jesus healed her physically, socially, psychologically, and emotionally all together at one time. Isn't that cool? Jesus is cool. 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth